Anyone know what that is? That's music to my ears. That's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling shirts or sandals, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute, new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you can do it too. I love how Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere. Whether they're eBooks or earrings, Shopify simplifies starting and running your own successful business. When you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. So sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite. Go to shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite, to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash c-suite. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Bud, where we speak with entrepreneurs, investors, thought leaders, researchers, advocates, and policymakers who are finding new and exciting ways for cannabis to positively impact business, society, and culture. And now, here is your host, business coach, Bruce Eckfeldt. Are you a CEO looking to scale your company faster and easier? Check out Thrive Roundtable. Thrive combines a moderated peer group mastermind, expert one-on-one coaching, access to proven growth tools, and a 24-7 support community. Created by Inc. award-winning CEO and certified scaling-up business coach Bruce Eckfeldt, Thrive will help you grow your business more quickly and with less drama. For details on the program, visit Eckfeldt.com slash thrive. That's E-C-K-F-E-L-D-T dot com slash thrive. Welcome, everyone. This is Thinking Outside the Bud. I'm Bruce Eckfeldt. I'm your host. And our guest today is Yosfani Alfonso, and he is CEO of Hemp Extra. We're going to find a little bit more about their business. We're going to learn about hemp, hemp farming. We're going to talk about formulations and CBD, all really interesting things. I think CBD is turning out to be one of the bigger categories of the cannabis space, and, and hemp is obviously a huge category. So I'm excited for this conversation with that. Jasfani, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me on, and uh, thank you for giving me the opportunity to educate people more and more about our great CBD market that's getting becoming very, uh, very, very strong. Yes, it is. Fascinating aspect of the business. I'm not sure if, if uh, you go back three, four, five years ago, if you would have talked to people about CBD, the power of CBD is and where that was going to go. I'm not sure people would have predicted this. So great subject to cover for the podcast. So why don't we start with a little bit of your background? Like how did you get into cannabis? How did you get into CBD? How did you get into hemp farming? What was the backstory? Well, basically I've been in the criminal industry for over 25 years. <laughs> I, ran a, I ran a very successful investigating company and also a bail bond, one of the biggest bail bond company out of Florida, throughout the state. Interesting. Um, after, you know, bonding out many of my clients with uh, illegal grow houses, et cetera, obviously the grow houses in the cannabis industry has always been a very, uh, very uh, profitable business. 
few years ago, about four years ago, three years ago, I was going to start investing in a marijuana farm up in Colorado. Uh-huh. When unfortunately I wasn't able to make it to the meeting and I missed that opportunity, which in the way I was glad because I don't like too much about the marijuana process, what it does, the very contradictions and all the studies are, you know, contradict the industry itself of consuming marijuana. Yeah. So I got an opportunity yeah. to get into the CBD, which I highly prefer the outcome and the type of uh, results I've been getting for people, one of them being myself. So about two and a half years, three and a half years ago, I went ahead and formalized a partnership with some farmers up in Colorado. Oh, interesting, yeah. I'm a partial small minority owner of the farm process, which is a raw product itself. And I am the distributor for the brand of Hemp Extra. That's how we started distributing the whole brand itself. About two years ago, we've been in the process. Steady but sure, we start getting the word out there. Quality is the most important thing in this product, which is the hardest thing. About two and a half, right when I was about ready to launch two years ago, yep. everything had to be switched around because the FDA came with a lot of regulation, the allegations we couldn't make within the product. So the labeling had to change a lot of things. So we had to put everything on hold and relaunch again a couple of months later. Yeah, well, I, I know the shifting regulatory environment and the legal kind of facets, I, I know, are causing a lot of heartache and, and heartburn inside the industry. But I think those those that can navigate it successfully are going to be, you know, are going to win or at least are going to be around to to have a chance at uh, being the winners in the industry. So it's so good for you for, for regrouping and relaunching. Tell me about the connection between the farm and the formulation process. I mean, I guess you, are these two separate businesses for you? Are they intrinsically interconnected? I mean, why kind of have two parts to this? Well, first of all, I'm not a farmer. I'm not, I don't like Colorado. It's a beautiful place, but it's very <laughs> cold. I'm more of a Florida person. I, love I like it. my flip flops and my Bermudas all year round. Basically, uh, what Colorado, we have about 24 acres and approximately 180 acres in Oregon and Seattle County, which basically uh, we develop 3,000 kilos of CBD every year. We farm for about five to six months, and then we go ahead, we uh, we cure the process of the, of the hemp plants, and then we go ahead through the extraction itself. My partners over there, are the, they have, we have the chemist, and we have the whole process that is very, very tedious itself. So basically, I like more of the sales part, and I like more of the distribution part. So that comes more naturally to me, and it's not fair for me to take you know part of everything when I'm not actually there. So that's why I got this part of the business, which I am able to understand. The other stuff is very, very, uh, very scientific and very tedious for the everyday. Uh, if you're not there, I mean, you can't really do a proper job. Yeah. Well, I know every, everyone has strengths and weaknesses. So I'm glad you've kind of dialed in on yours and you have not tried to work on something that you're not as interested in. Um so talk about the distribution and the marketing side of this and the kind of product and the branding and kind of formulation. I know you're very you're very into formulation or you think the formulation is really important in terms of CBD products. And I know that, you know, these products are kind of all over the map right now. Give, give us a sense of where you see the CBD market in terms of real kind of consumer products or, or customer facing products. And how have you kind of positioned yourselves? Well, basically, uh, as I tell my, my clientele, we're very conservative in the way we execute and we develop new products into the market. We don't want to put products out there. It's to say we have 300 SKUs and out of those 300 SKUs, 250 are obsolete. So every time we take out a, a SKU or various SKUs, we do 
we do market research. And aside from that, we make sure the formulation actually works in all our products. And the most important thing of everything is having consistency in every batch. If we don't have consistency in every batch that you generate and you produce product, you're losing your, your whole credibility. Remember one thing, a brand is the hardest thing to build. It takes yeah. a lot of money and a lot of dedication. And getting those people you know, to trust you and everything else like that is a key thing to everything. In our brick and mortar store that we have, we have two here in Florida. It's a pleasure when I see people coming in, thanking me or people, you know, the call me, thank you. It really worked. I was, you know, I thought I couldn't bear myself with what I've been suffering for so many years and I couldn't get the proper medication for it. Cheaper is better. And those stories alone, you know, bring, it really, really helped me to yeah. achieve everything the next year and so on and, and work even harder to help out people, which is the most important thing. Yeah, yeah. So a couple questions on that. What, so you mentioned that consistency is really important, but it's also really hard. Why is consistency hard when it when it comes to developing CBD, you know, hemp CBD products? Like what are the challenges when it comes to consistency? Two things. A is mother nature. Mother nature <laughs> yeah. is very hard. We farm in the outdoors, okay? It's yeah. like a woman. You know, you can't understand it. You can only help it the process. <laughs> a lot of women are going to be killing me. But yeah, exactly. I I'm say, put your, put, don't put your comments on the on the podcast and, and, around and, that. <laughs> and all my companies are run by women, especially my wife, which is my right hand. So that's a forte. But no, honestly, you know, that's so much. Yeah. It's just the first one. And second yeah. of all, it's a testing of that plant to the process that it doesn't exceed the 0.03%, which is the legal limit for yeah. the CBD to kill the plant. A lot of people like to take the shortcut, a lot of people. So it's very tedious. The first couple of, uh, of months of the birth that we have to be there on a daily basis basis do the analysis comply with the equivalent of the DEA out there is constantly measuring and doing yeah. the labs and everything else like that that we say within the true form. Yeah, I'm and curious on that on that side. I mean what so what happens? So you're testing individual plants and if they are over the 0.3 limit then they're destroyed really? or what Yes, sir. Huh. Destroyed. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't destroyed. really appreciated how that how that plays out. So, and what is your? I mean, I guess what percentage of, of a crop you know could fall above that 03 percent that has to get destroyed? Less than between a between one and four percent. Okay. So, I mean, we got science pretty much. We remember all the. So plugs you've got it dialed in for cloned. yeah, correct. All the plugs are cloned, which is for the, your your audience. It's all the seeds are usually we clone it to have the minimum amount of of uh, THC. Yeah, yeah. And then, then we monitor it through the through the process. Once it's done, that is it. We kill the plant and then we go ahead and we have to harvest new plants. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's how that's how you stay compliant. And then through the processing, you're dealing with all the other kind of the natural variations that happen in the plant. And, you know, whether I'm sure you're dealing with all sorts of conditional variations, if it's, you know, more sun, less sun, if there's it's hotter or more humid or less humid, all those things will impact the, the final result you get out of a particular harvest. Yes, and then aside from that, also is the distillery process, which is a separation of the properties of the for the plant, which is also the most tedious, and that's too scientific. So I've seen it, you know, <laughs> I, I appreciate it, but I admire the scientist who's able to do that. You know, the and the taking away the particles of the CBD, the different properties, the yep. of the full spectrum to the broad spectrum yep. to an isolate and start getting it to the different products that that we use. Got it. And and how have you gone about formulation? Now I know that. I mean, you mentioned that you have been a user and that you've, you, uh, you know, firsthand experienced some of the benefits of some of these CBD products on, I think you mentioned some arthritis and things like that. How did you go from interested in the products actually coming up with formulations and designing 
you know, sort of choosing the products and coming up the formulations for them? Well, how has that process worked out? Formulation, basically, you know, is the chemists and the scientists are the most the most important thing within is the heart of the business. From there, we go ahead, we see what works in other products, and we formulate our own pro- uh, proprietary formula that we incorporate. Let's say, like other formulas that other people use, which are heated, you know, you put it on and they work and they work on you, but it starts dying out after a while. We see what that formulation is, and we enhance it. One of the things that I want to tell the public, but a lot of people know about it, women till recently, the whole, you know, the whole boom of CBD, uh-huh. women were the only people that were able to reproduce CBD when they got pregnant. If women can analyze themselves before getting pregnant, they have some medical issues, maybe epilepsic, hypertension, high blood sugar, diabetes, etc. Uh-huh. While those women became pregnancy during that period, they started lactating, uh-huh. those symptoms will disappear. Why? Because their body was reproducing cannabinoids. Wow. Interesting. Believe it or not. So up to now, women were the only people that could do this. Then after they stopped lactating, correct, that they gave birth and they stopped lactating, they will go again and they will go backwards and they will start having the symptoms again because their body will no longer be producing those cannabinoids. Fascinating. So that the natural the natural body's development of cannabinoids in the uh, in pregnancy the process, body. you know, will happen naturally. So we know that these, you know, these these chemicals will have these kind of impacts. How has that led to formulations, or or how have you how have you kind of used that inspiration in terms of developing the formulations that you've created? We basically go ahead, we test it within ourselves. We see, okay, what is it that we want to apply? What type of uh, mm-hmm. of results we want to be able to have? Like right now, we're taking on a whole new beauty products for wrinkles, for acne in the face, for yeah. for blemishes in the face, etc. Cannabinoids, CBD, is a natural healing. Basically, what it does, it revives and reproduces. Those those dead cells that we may have in our bodies uh-huh. or those uh, places where we don't have no circulations, it's an anti-inflammatory. So it reduces the, the inflammation we may have within the muscle, the veins, and it starts letting the blood flow yeah. of, within our system. And it starts rejuvenating our own body. Yeah. So it's basically our own body. So that's why a lot of people, they have different different effects of the CBD within their body. Some takes shorter time, some takes longer time to start regenerating within their body. Yeah, yeah. And tell me a little bit about the retail spaces. You mentioned you, you've got two retail spaces. What is... You know, walk me through them. What is the experience like? What was the, how did you create them? What's the, if someone were to go and visit and go through a purchase process, talk me through how you've designed that. Basically, what we do is we train our staff. And basically, when a person comes in, first, you know, there was a big taboo until about a year ago or so, a year and a half. Where you couldn't, you know, really be out there. You couldn't see brick and mortar store. It was basically more towards uh, internet. So we went ahead. We took advantage when an opportunity came about. We got a, a, a certificate of occupancy from one of the cities that allows us to come in. We went ahead. We put a kiosk at the at the mall, which we relocated in Doral, Florida to a space and also in Davie, Florida, which we have a brick and mortar stores there. When people come into the store and they come in and say, I've heard about CBD, I want to be able to buy. So we walk into the system and so what are their needs? What type of uh, symptoms they may have uh, that they're looking to alleviate? So we have the tinctures, which are the most popular one, which is the sublingual. Mm-hmm. They go ahead and put a full dropper under your tongue. You let it sit there for about 20 seconds and then you go ahead and you let it dilute. Once the tincture gets inside, once the illusion of the of the tincture gets inside your your body, you wait for about a minute or two 
to be able to drink your coffee or juice, etc. Got it. One of the key things that we tell everybody, like let's say for my arthritis, that's one of the products that I use, is you always do it in the mornings. These are not chemicals. These are not medication by prescription. We cannot do your normal stuff. With CBD, you're not going to get high. You're not going to, nothing's going to, if it's a clean formula that you get a clean bill of health, mm-hmm. nothing's going to happen to you. All you're going to be able to do is enjoy your body, something you couldn't do before. Yeah. Use it in the morning so you can enjoy your body right through. From the tinctures, we have the creams. We have three types of creams. We have the muscle gel, which the muscle gel is great for back pain, for any type of chronic pain people may have, arthritis, etc. Yeah. We have the calendula cream, which is an anti-inflammatory. And that alleviates for any psoriasis of the skin, for any abrasion of the skins. And we have the lavender, which is also for arthritis of the feet and the hand. Got and it. from there, we have the gummies, which are edibles that you go ahead and uh, you're able to eat to be, be able to relax you and help you with your tension that you may have. And finally, we got the vapes, which are the, our raw juice, which is one of the best ones in the industry, I could say. They really, really relax you and alleviates any chronic pain. It's been knowing that CBD hours have no flavor or anything else like that, which is the things that you go ahead and get in trouble with a lot of uh, the e-cigarettes that they have out there because of the preservatives yeah. that they have are not natural. That's what causes a lot of the consequences, which is a cancer oh, and the other toxins that they have. So ours is just natural CBD, which is not harmful at all. Yeah. And um, what, um, I, you know, th- thinking about these different products and these different kind of modalities or, or use cases, I mean, what? how does one choose or how do you kind of recommend you know, a tincture versus uh, a vape versus a cream versus an edible. I mean, what are the basic kind of guiding principles for these? This is a taboo, how you've been brainwashed by traditional medicine versus alternative medicine. First thing, people, if you want to, if you're a person that's been in pain your whole entire life, you won't care. You do whatever. A lot of people, the taboo, there's a taboo within the vape. People say, I won't vape. I won't smoke. Yeah. That's because I never smoke. But it's not your regular smoke. We show them and everything else like that. That's our biggest taboo right there. And we show them what they're able to do with a vape. That when you vape, that's the best one because it goes through your bloodstream a lot faster okay. and through the digestive system. So that's the one that works the best. And that's one of the best ones to go to sleep also, people with insomnia, etc. Mm-hmm. From there, the tincture. So it's a mixture between the tinctures and the creams. A lot of people still have the taboo. I don't want to intake anything. I'll put it on the outside of the skin to see how that works. So it all depends upon the human taboo that they've had mm-hmm. with, again, just your basic, uh, your basic CBD process. Yeah. Now, if you're doing a cream, does that localize the the um, the affected area? I mean, like if I've got knee pain, you know, putting it on my knees, does that help focus the effect? It does. But I like to tell people, let's do the sandwich effect. What I call the sandwich effect is you attack the problem from the outside uh-huh. and you attack it from the inside also. The cream, you can eat the cream. So if you put it on the outside, let's say like your knee, the example you uh-huh. use correct, you're going to attack it from the outside. Then if you can do the tincture, that will be sublingual. And you'll be able to digest it. So now your body's going to start, you know, congesting everything. It's going to travel to your body and you're going to feel that pain. That uh, sometimes you're going to, in rainy weather, in heat weather, et cetera, you're going to have that constant bothersome of the arthritis that you may be developing. Yeah. And and so tell me more about the the retail experience. It sounds like it's generally, it's about your consultant or the the person there to kind of help you select these products. What other questions or what else would I experience if I'm going through a retail experience in your store? People sometimes remember like the old cowboy movies we used to see where the, you know, the snake oil salesperson <laughs> comes through and starts like, yeah. hey, it's a snake oil. Well, I think that's yeah. the same process. We tell people, listen, this 
it's not snake oil, local product and everything else like that. Some people, unfortunately, I said the bad experience, they bought a CBD from a marketplace, from yeah. somewhere else, a supermarket. And they basically, if you read the content in that CBD ingredients, it's basically a top salad where they're getting dressing. <laughs> and which is that? So they, they come out with that type of experience that, my God, you know, this didn't work. The pills or something they buy. When they buy the product, they go, my God, this product is really, really, really works. Yeah. It truly yeah. works. One of the things, you also have the, what I call the hippie effect, which is the old guys used to smoking pot you know, their entire life. Mm -hmm. They go, ah, pot. I go, pot has no properties, no real medical properties. Uh, one of my uh, tenants over here came over here. I've been smoking pot for years. This thing doesn't really, I go, okay. He came, he bought a muscle gel. After a week or so, he couldn't believe it. He yeah. had one of those uh, magnetic belts around his belt. He didn't have to use a magnetic belt anymore. And basically what happens many times, you get your body hooked on CBD, because what it is, it's not something that becomes addictive. It just revives your body. It basically gives that energy to your body by uh -huh. filling up your gas tank. Once you fill it up, you're going to be able to you know, go from point A to point B to point Z. What happens is when you stop using it, your body starts developing it. So you go back, what I call the cocoon effect, you go back from being young all the way back to being old again, to mm -hmm. needing it. So it's something I try to educate to the people. You know, do it. And then the most important thing, do it while you're awake. Enjoy your body while you're working the whole day, while yeah. you're, you're in the daily routine, which is the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, in terms of kind of other products or product strategy, what else do you have on the roadmap or what other areas do you see, you know, as being th things you might get into as you kind of look at the, the future of CBD products? A lot of the people uh, right now where we're coming out is for adults. There's other things. A lot of people are for adults, CBD being used for uh, sexual enhancement, both for men and women, mm -hmm. which is uh, something that's coming down the pipeline. We're working on the formulation right now. And a lot of it is beauty itself. What uh, beauty, like I said, is going to be anti-aging, facial, etc. To be able to go ahead and replenish our body with our own formulation from inside to be able to go ahead and cure yeah. all the all those blemishes that we may have. And do you notice, I mean, you mentioned this kind of adults. I mean, what, what are some of the other kind of consumer categories or the, the consumer segments that you see coming in? I mean, I know a lot of people are talking about, you know, kind of older generations and, you know, they're now kind of getting into this and the, this is kind of a new and up and coming. Are you seeing this? Are you seeing other ones, other segments that are particularly interesting for you? Well, segments as you mean people, population yeah. that are aware. Okay. Yep. Most of my clientele are in the late 40s, late 30s oh, okay. to about mid to late 60s. So it's a nice crowd, nice educated crowd, which, you know, I like to. And a lot of crowds are just, hey, I've heard about this. Can it really work? So they come into the store and they try to get that type of information. And which is good. You know, it's, it's a more it's a more conscientious crowd. Yeah. They're trying to go ahead and suffice where they cannot find the regular, regular, you know, chemistry type of formulation that they're used to consuming. Yeah. And you mentioned that, um, you know, the current market is, you know, has some, you know, less than ideal products in it right now. I mean, what are you, what are you seeing in terms of, you know, cannabis products or, or CBD products that are out there right now? What are your kind of advice or recommendations that you have for folks that are trying to navigate the space? What do you, what do you look for? What are, are there good markers? Are there good ways to tell what kind of products I'm finding, you know, evaluating products, deciding which products to buy? What are your suggestions? Well, one of the most important thing I always tell people, A, regarding uh, 
marijuana, the marijuana card, et cetera, be very careful because you're basically you're labeling yourself and the government. Once you get one of those cards, there's a lot of consequences that you don't realize what's going to end up having. Your rights are going to be lost within the process. Any accidents, any type, anything you may use, any job that knows you have you have medical card, how do they know who can actually tell when you're high or not high from the THC? So that's one of the repercussions that's going to come down. And also, you know, your insurance and everything else like that. You know, there's always a cost and effect to that effect. Yeah. 100%. Number two, with CBD, you don't have, you don't need any card, you don't need anything at all. Regarding formulation, unfortunately, since there's company out there taking shortcuts, whoever tries, whatever they want to try, either CBD or THC, see how the body reacts. There's a lot of people that try CBD, but it's what we call dirty CBD, which means it has THC in it. And those are the ones that they say, I tried CBD before, but it caused me to be nauseated, it caused me to be dizzy, etc. That's because they have some sort of THC in the formulation. Let me just clarify that because I've, I've heard different things on this. So the a hemp plant is is going to have a little THC in it just because of the nature of the hemp plant. Are your CBD products, does it retain that, that trace amount of THC? Or are you actually taking that out? And what do you recommend to folks in terms of, you know, they have, a, and I can't remember the definitions of these, but, you know, a full spectrum, broad spectrum <laughs> versus isolate. I mean, what's the, what are the definitions of what am I looking for? Or what would you recommend? Isolate is when you go ahead and you, and you dilute it through the, through the, you think about like the show that we see, that distillery of the of moonshine. Mm-hmm. That's how more or less. That's how you know, like the old science labs, etc. That's how you start distilling it. DNA, the THC is with the hemp plant because that's part of it. There's yeah. there's a there's a root that goes from the bottom all the way to the top of the plant, which it, which has a THC. So that's part of the DNA. Otherwise, it will be synthetic. Yeah. The CBD. So basically, what it is is as long as you're able to control that THC potency. What that makes the whole entire difference. What I mean is, so remember, isolate is when you dilute it to a powder form, like a sugar or salt type of form. <laughs> that one has lower concentration of CBD, which is about 10% or so. The full spectrum, which is now being changed to a broad spectrum per the FDA requirements, okay. basically says it has broad spectrum. So it has a spectrum of all of all the consistency of the plant itself. Okay. okay. And that one is the one that our, at least our formula has between 70 to 85% purity of CBD that we put right back. People that want to take the shortcut, which is what I'm saying from my uh, previous uh, statement yeah. is the people that do not clear out all the TEC from it, that's the problems you're having. Those are the problems that you have with uh, Got it. dizziness and everything else like that. Because there's THC, so you're basically getting the, the, the effects of THC that are coming through and this are, are causing the undesirable Correct. For some folks. Correct. And that's, let's say, like the people that sell the THC in Colorado and everything else like that, they sell the CBD derived from the hemp plant, but they don't go through the amount of filtering that we go through. Got it. Got it. Well, I know that some people, I mean, uh, there's, you know, lots of CBD, THC products out there, but that's from, from your point of view, that's just a different category. Those are really THC products that happen to have some CBD in them. Correct. And the, the reason they do that is because that gets your medical part. People don't want to sell it for X, Y, or Z symptom. They're able to say, okay, here's your CBD that's able to do it. Oh, it's, it's the marijuana that does it. No, they're wrong. It's a cannabinoid that does it. That's the whole medical purpose of it. As, I, it. as I tell people, my famous saying to people that come to me over here, what do you drink mimosas for? For the vitamin C? And whoever doesn't know that it's the orange juice with the champagne. You drink mimosa for the vitamin C or you drink it? I love it. You I drink it. it to get drunk. You, you know, that's uh, like the Bloody Mary. It's like saying I drink I, I drink Bloody Marys for the vegetables, yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> for the potatoes. For my VA, for my VA consumption. No, you drink it too. Get drunk. You understand? 
yeah. same analogy, and they go, oh, now I understand. And, you know, I like to educate my clients. You know, you put it with analogy so you can go ahead and more or less, more or less grasp the idea. Yeah. But the most important thing is the formula of the, of the product. Yeah. And the formula is what makes a big difference between one thing and the other. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. Uh, so talk to me a little bit more about where this whole kind of hemp industry is at this point. I mean, I know we passed these farm bills that have now legalized the production, the transport, the use of hemp in all states now. Where, I mean, I, I guess, are all the problems solved? Are there still kind of challenges, you know, when it comes to working with hemp products from a, someone in the industry who's producing products? What's your take and what do you think still needs to get addressed or changed to make this industry, you know, better and flourish faster? Well, the most important thing we got out of the, of the category is a, is a felony or some sort of a, out of the federal guidelines. We got out from being, you know, for being held a controlled in the certification yeah. that the THC is being held under. So we became to the Food and Drug Administration mm-hmm. under the subcategory. And on that, you know, they're going to go ahead, the, hemp, the Farm Bill Act went ahead and just got, when Trump signed it last year, they gave us a boost. But, you know, still, they still have to do some more regulation. We're waiting for the FDA. You know, those of us who really have... Have no issues and no problem. We're complying. Usually, we we go ahead and we establish every point of ours, every type, every time we do every oral processing centers, etc. Where we go ahead and we put all the products together. They're all in FDA compliance. Let's say as we know, we don't have the certification of the FDA, but as as to whether the requirement if they were to approve a facility. You know what I'm So the same process that they require. That's you know a lot of the big companies like ours. They're able to comply. So you want to go with it under the same structure, but without the final approval. We just got uh, the approval right now for uh, for good uh, organic, which is another classification we went through to be able to get a certification right now. So we're complying within the unknown law, but within other requirements that they will require if they were to certify us down the road. So what do you recommend for someone who is kind of getting into the hemp space or thinking about doing hemp production or hemp processing? What's the what are the kind of things you need to know or the the tricks right now in terms of navigating all this? You know what? Go partner up with people. Whoever by yourself <laughs> yeah. is crazy. Yeah. That's a reality, you know, and see what you're getting yourself into because there's, there's a lot of yokos out there, you know, so wild, wild west, unfortunately. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. they're going to tell you one thing or the other and, you know, you're going to get burned and money goes by very, very quick in this process. You know, you don't take your steps to be able to do everything. I mean, be aware, learn a lot yourself and, you know, ask questions, which is the most important thing. Asking questions and, you know, see if those questions, what I tell my, my criminal clients, I've always told and, you know, the day-to-day people, I tell them, Everything is common sense. If it doesn't make sense to you, there's something out there that's not very kosher. So what doesn't make yeah. sense, it's not really kosher. The sniff test. If it, if it yes, doesn't sir. pass the sniff test, 300%. something's probably wrong. <laughs> 300%. And that's what I tell people, you know, and, and, you know, and partner up. That's the most important thing because one person cannot do it all. Yeah. That's yeah. why, you know, the farming and everything else like that, that's its own animal. And you know what? I want no involvement with that. I just want a small, my small piece of my investment. And that is it. Yeah. Yes, Fani, this has been great. If people want to find out more about you, about Hemp Extra, what's the best place to get that information? Sure. The best place, you could go visit the website at www.hempextra.com. That's H-E-M-P-X-T-R-A. That's H-E-M-P-X-T-R-A. And our phone number is 833-HEMP-EXTRA, 833-HEMP-EXTRA, without the E. Also, we're gonna we're looking for partners, people who want to open up a brick-and-mortar store. Sure. We're providing them with some sort of uh, financing capability, but we become partners in each endeavor of the retail licensing. 
So if those who are maybe interested, they could go ahead and shoot us an email and I will be more than happy to respond to them. Great. I'll make sure that the URL and email and stuff is in the show notes so people can click through and get those. It's finally, this has been great. Thank you for taking the time. It's been a pleasure having you on the program. And thank you. Thank you for your honor and, and, and letting me be on your program. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Thinking Outside the Bud with business coach Bruce Eckfeld. To find a full list of podcast episodes, download the tools and worksheets and access other great content. Visit the website at thinkingoutsidethebud.com. And don't forget to sign up for the free newsletter at thinkingoutsidethebud.com forward slash newsletter. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.